0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book Four, The True Family Movement, Speech Ten: The Holy Marriage Blessing is the way to unite the virtues of heaven and earth and harmonize the cosmos. August twenty. 2005. Olympic Park Gymnastics Hall, Seoul, Korea. First anniversary of the coronation of the King of Peace. Respected guests from home and abroad, and beloved blessed families, I would like to express my deepest gratitude for the work you are doing in many places around the world to establish God's homeland and bring peace to humanity. We are gathered here today to commemorate the historic days in 2004 when ceremonies were held at venues on both Capitol Hill in the United States and at the National Assembly in Korea, honoring me with the coronation as King of Peace. As it happens, this is also the 20th anniversary of the day I was freed from Danbury Prison in the United States, after having achieved a victory despite the difficulties of incarceration there. That was the last of six times in my life that I had been imprisoned each time as a result of persecution and unjust accusations. On this meaningful day, I would like to convey to you Heaven's message concerning the significance and value of the Holy Marriage Blessing. The title of my remarks is The Holy Marriage Blessing is the path to unite the virtues of Heaven and Earth and harmonize and unite the cosmos. The Family of the Ideal of Creation Beloved guests, in what form does God exist? The creator of all things in the universe exists as the unitary embodiment of the dual characteristics of a subject partner in the male position and an object partner in the female position. God created the first human ancestors, Adam and Eve, when he divided the male and female positions within himself. Then the original couple were to have created children in the same pattern of male and female as a result of their union. God's creation takes place according to this principle of origin, division, and union. God is the first generation. Adam and Eve were the second generation, and the children of Adam and Eve were to have stood in the position of the third generation. These three generations were to have formed a single family. God gave His blessing so that sinless descendants could be multiplied through myriads of generations. This is the ideal upon which God created human beings. If Adam and Eve had achieved individual perfection in accordance with God's will, that is, if they had achieved the perfection of their characters, entered into conjugal relations with His blessing, and accomplished perfect oneness with Him, a bond would have been formed enabling God to reside within them. Also, Adam and Eve's children would have been linked to a holy order of love, enabling them to form a parent-child relationship directly with God. This was to have been God's greatest blessing to humanity. In general terms, to bless someone means to pray for their good fortune. What then is the zenith, the apex of good fortune? What is the most precious aspect of good fortune? It is not money, fame, power, or knowledge. If Adam and Eve had only been able to marry with God's blessing and multiply sinless children, this would have been the most precious of all blessings. All creation would have responded with joy, and it would have been the day of God's greatest joy as well. It would have been the place where the kingdom of heaven on earth and the kingdom of heaven in heaven would have met. What would have happened if God's creation in the Garden of Eden had stopped with man and had not included woman? The miracle of all miracles is that men and women exist together in this world. For only one to exist would be the same as having no existence at all. Humankind would have died out in less than a hundred years. It is only when men and women exist together that the heavenly path can be established and ethics and moral principles can begin. So the marriage of perfected Adam and Eve would have been, in a very real sense, God's own marriage. While God would have remained God, Adam and Eve would have become the embodiment of God. The couple would have become God's body, and God would have settled within their minds to become their true parent, and thus the true parent of all humanity, both physically and spiritually. Ladies and gentlemen, as a result of the fall committed by the first human ancestors, human history deteriorated into an endless spectacle of sin and struggle. Human beings, as a matter of course, were to have attended God as our true parent. Instead, we became the prisoners of hell, dominated by the false parent, the devil, Satan. The bodies of Adam and Eve were to have become temples of God, in which God's spirit would dwell, and they were to have become people of divine value. Instead, their bodies became the haunts of Satan, hotbeds of all manner of sin and falsehood, and the devil used them for empty pleasure. In practical terms, the fall of humankind meant that the marriage of Adam and Eve, which was supposed to have been performed with God's blessing, was instead performed centered on the false love and selfish desires of Satan. According to the principle of creation, true love, true life, and true lineage are inherited from parents. This means that human beings born with Satan as our parent, have all inherited false love, false life, and false lineage through no choice of our own. The Fall and Restoration We became a pitiful humanity, perpetually exhausted by the struggle between our minds and bodies, forced to leave this world having been unable to resolve this problem even at the moment of death. We ignore the voice of our conscience, which represents the voice of God within us, and we conduct our lives driven by the desires of our body. Which has become the slave of Satan. This is a picture of the human condition. Most people are not even aware they have fallen to the point of living in such a wretched and oppressed state. They look around and see that others are like them, so they think it is quite natural to appear to be able to see when in fact they are blind. They become foolish and pitiful people. How much longer will we live oblivious to this tragedy? In principle, the person who causes a problem is responsible to resolve it. So, because humanity fell by false love, we have to eradicate false love, even to its last vestige. On that foundation, we need to receive the holy marriage blessing and set out to build true families centering on God's true love. In this way, we need to put down true roots that will enable us to multiply true descendants, generation after generation. However, this is not something that one can achieve just by wishing for it. Is it not true that during the tens of thousands of years since the beginning of human history, no one has been able to achieve this state and save humanity from evil and sin? The many religions that have risen and fallen over the course of history have done their best to achieve this goal. Yet even they have been unable to overcome the debilitation of fallen nature and have either failed or been forced to take detours. God is a parent of true love. God gave Jesus the status of His only begotten Son and made Himself incarnate on this earth, as He had originally intended to do through Adam and Eve. Jesus came with the mission of the Savior and Messiah and dedicated His life of 33 years to bringing about the will of heaven. Yet in the end, even He passed away, midway through His course as a sacrifice on the cross. I am not attributing any failure to Jesus Himself, Jesus, who was the perfect human being or second Adam, searched earnestly for his bride. Although heaven had prepared Judaism in Israel for thousands of years, the people of Israel were unable to understand heaven's will regarding Jesus, and their ignorance forced him to go the way of the cross. Jesus was the incarnation of heaven's seed of true love, sinless and pure, yet in the end, he had to return to heaven without being able to plant that seed on this earth. Jesus came to find a bride on earth, hold the marriage of the Lamb in the presence of both heaven and earth, establish a family of true love, and to multiply heaven's sinless and true lineage. Yet this mission was blocked midway through his course. Tune in tomorrow for the continuation of this speech on The Holy Marriage Blessing is the Way to Unite the Virtues of Heaven and Earth and Harmonize the Cosmos. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.